What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. It's the beginning of the month. Angel, what time is it? Market update time. Time for those market updates. We're going over Orange County. The data for February just came in. Did prices go up? Are we still on this crazy roller coaster ride in Orange County? Or did it finally let up? Is there a good opportunity to purchase? Is it still a good time to sell? We're going to cover it in this podcast. So as usual, we're just going to go rocket rounds. I'm going to go over the data really quickly. Then me and Angel will cover it, give our advice, give our projections. So let's look at the median sales price for Orange County. It's at $990,000. It's up $40,000 since January 2022. It's up about $135,000 since February of 2021. It was at, at 825 in February 2021. Right now it's at 990. Oh, that's uh, $165,000. So goodness, that's quite an increase. 20% year over year increase. Insane. When we look at median price per square foot, it's at $594. It increased about $23 since last month. And it was $471 one year ago. So that's a 26% increase, over $120 increase, which is quite a bit when it comes to the median price per square foot. Let's look at listings. So the amount of active listings, it's up from January, which is expected as we head into the spring and to the summer, we're gonna get more and more listings. But it's still about 34% less than what we had a year ago. We were talking about 3,922 a year ago. Right now, we're at 2,571. Historically, we're looking roughly around 6,000 active listings in February. So, you know, we're about 2 to 2.5% less than what we've seen in the previous five years. When we look at inventory month supply, this is also another indication of how competitive the market is. Right now, it's one. So right now, it would take one month for all the homes in Orange County to be sold if there was no more homes listed. Now, this is crazy competitive in a balanced market. We're talking about five to six months. In a buyer's market, which we haven't seen since 2012, we're talking about six months plus months. So you can see homes, they're flying off the shelves. When we look at median days on market, uh, this did decrease. This is now the lowest that we have ever seen. Seven days on market. So you really have like two or three days to see the property, a few days for negotiations, and bam, a majority of homes will be off the market. So you want to make sure you're pre-approved pre ahead of time. You have a, a, a strategy. You're putting in a very strong offer. When we look at uh, closed volume, now closed volume is the amount of homes that were sold in February multiplied by the sales price. And this is at $4.74 billion. Now this is actually less than what we had in February of 2021, uh, which was at 5.1 billion. So this is actually the first time that we didn't set a record for closed transaction volume. The biggest reason would be just the amount of sales. There's a lot less sales right now than there was last year and that we've seen historically over the past five years. So Angel, what catches your attention about this Orange County real estate market? Um, it's just insane, dude. 
Uh, <laughs> I say this every podcast for them because it's like <laughs> this is like how how long can this be sustainable for? Right, the crazy low days on market, forty thousand dollars increase in purchase price in one month, interest rates on the rise. You would assume that would have some effect on it. Literally zero effect, right? Yeah. And on the LA County podcast, we saw the same thing, but um, not as aggressive as as Orange County, right? And with with LA County over the last couple months, we did see a little bit of a drop in price and a little bit of fluctuation of days on the market. Orange County, that's not the case. It, it's during the slow season. During the season, now it's picking up. We're going into March. You know, real estate's going to start picking up over the next couple months. This is only going to get even more competitive, I'm assuming. Even with interest rate hikes, I don't think there's going to be much of an effect. Orange County is is an absolutely it's absolutely insane. It's, it's it's crazy. If you look at the chart, like and and it like when is it going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> but when you look at the chart and you look at the medium price per square foot chart. The last time that there was a dip in the medium price per square foot was Jan- July of 2020. Like that was when there was a shock in the real estate market. And ever since then, homes are selling more price per square foot. And it just isn't stopping. So it's a very, very competitive market. And what were you going to say? No, I, I just agree. And I, I think Orange County is the perfect... Obviously, this is overly aggressive compared to other counties as far as appreciation, competitiveness, things like that. But this is just this is like the perfect example of to anyone who's saying the market's going to slow down. It's not like this is showing you that rates could go up, I think, another half percent and it'll, it'll still be it'll still be a, an appreciating market. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's insane. I uh, like I, it's literally like I'm a loss for words every month. It's yeah, like, it's and you know, what's funny is a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines they're trying to time the market and it's really difficult to do in the, with the real estate market um any market a lot of the times it just if you have the means to purchase you and you can make that payment affordably i just recommend doing it like even if you did it three months ago right yeah. when it was a competitive market three months ago the median sales price was uh, nine hundred twenty-five thousand. so that's already you know about sixty-five thousand dollars less yeah. than what it is now right and you look at one year ago well, one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars not only right. are not only are sales price getting more expensive, but interest rates are up. So not only is just alone the the price of the home more expensive, but the cost of the home yeah, is more expensive. Absolutely, that's a good so point. So mm-hmm. people, there's like Anthony said he's completely right. There's no way to time the market, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been people since the pandemic started. Oh no, there's no way this the, this market's going to sustain. And you, those people who sat on the sideline, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you guys really lost out on a good opportunity and yes and there was a lot of people that we were sending alerts out letting them know like hey it's 2020 like it's a really good time to buy and this is when it was the onset of you know prices starting to go up but we're like hey still nonetheless like if you plan to stay in your year in your home for at least a couple years like you don't really need to worry about the volatility that's going to happen in the next year or so and a lot of people were just like no i think prices are going to drop down and now you know it's 2022 and now they're starting to look and they missed out on a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars of appreciation and think about what that can do for you that can really change your life that can help you get to that 20 percent equity mark quicker which allows you to refinance get rid of that mortgage insurance make your payment that much more affordable and you're able to lock in a much lower rate then than you are able to now and and interest rates are expected to 
to increase. So this opportunity right now, so I'm going to play this in 2023 and be like, oh, there was people in 2022 that had the opportunity to purchase when there was low 4% interest rates or high 3% interest rates and they didn't take the opportunity. So again, yeah, true, <laughs> the true. same thing happens. You look yeah. back a year, you look back a year. So again, just if you have the means to purchase, if you can make that payment affordably, then I, I would just, you know, jump into the market. And Anthony, yes, Anthony's completely right on the rates. People are thinking these are bad rates because of how great rates were. These yeah. are still good rates. Yeah. Cannot stress that enough. Um, yeah, and don't let the opportunity pass you by, right? Mm -hmm. There's never a right or wrong time to buy. The time is when you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, there, you, everyone wants to try to play the market the right way. But if you guys can get in a home, I promise you, rather, it go, it can go. Maybe it does go down the first couple of years you buy a home. But I promise you, it's going to go up eventually. Mm -hmm. Ten years down the road, fifteen years down the road, your home's going to you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equity in your property. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just run you through what the median sales price in Orange County has looked in the last five years. So when we look at February of 2017, it was six hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Right, sure. five years ago. Right now, that's nine hundred ninety thousand dollars. That's an increase of over three hundred and seventy thousand dollars in five years. In five years, there is very few places that you're able to invest money or anything of the sort and get that type of return, especially with real estate when you're able to leverage FHA loans to put just three and a half percent down, conventional loans to put three or five percent down, or even like programs with the VA or down payment assistance where you're putting zero percent down. So yeah. there's a lot of ways to get into these homes. So uh, again, it's just, if you have the means and you can make that payment affordably, that's the key word, make that payment affordably, I would 100% recommend uh, purchasing a home sooner than later. And I'm going to finish off with this. In 2017, a home for 600000 of course, it's it's like right now, right? 990 It seems very expensive, right? So, but somebody took that chance in, in 2017 when that seemed like a high purchase price. Mm -hmm. And they bought the home. And now their home is worth 900 not, oh, oh, you know, maybe close to a million dollars right now. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's the same thing now. People are looking the purchase price or oh, 990 so expensive, but wait five years, oh, wait seven yeah. years, you're gonna be like, damn, <laughs> like I bought my house for 990, uh -huh. now they're like, 1.2 under 1 million. Like, you're gonna yeah. be like, oh, I bought a home under 1 million, homes are now selling for 1.5, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, there's just no, there's no way to time it, there's yeah. no way to time it. Uh, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. How me and Anthony always say, and we can't stress enough, if you feel comfortable buying, you feel comfortable with the down payment, you feel comfortable with the most importantly, your monthly payment, then it's your time. It's your time to get yourself and your family in the house. Yeah, absolutely. And the beautiful thing about California is that people are always going to want to live here. Always. Right? <laughs> so you don't have to worry about there not being yeah. enough demand for your homes in the future. I mean, people are leaving, but there's more people coming. So, Oh, trust me, uh, the people are coming. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, um, Angel, do you have any advice here for uh, buyers in this market? And I'm going to give advice for sellers afterwards. Um, you know, nothing I haven't said before, right? It's it's super competitive. You know, make sure you're in, you're in con constant contact with your realtor. Your realtors in constant contact with your lender. There, you guys, all three of you are on the same page. I can't stress that enough, right? Mm -hmm. And um, one thing I would highly recommend for for clients is I get it sometimes. Maybe you know a realtor, and but you use a different lender that they don't know each other. Um, and I don't think in this market that's the best situation, right? Um, I think it's important that your realtor and your lender have an established relationship. 
it's not necessary, but I do think it's 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 recommended because right now more than ever is, is it's a team effort on on all on all fronts from you mm-hmm. as a buyer, you um your realtor right, and then your lender, and ha- and more importantly having trust in who you're working with. I have a client right now, um, and I'll be open and honest about it. They they worked with us because they wanted to. I know the listing agent on the property, yeah. um, and he, this, these clients wanted to work with us because they wanted the house, right? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we, we were able to make it happen. Obviously, they, they put in a very strong offer. They still had to do their things as a buyer, and they trusted us, you know, to get to get their offer accepted, and they were willing to, you know, go $50,000 short of appraisal, go 80000 above purchase price. So they, they put a strong offer, and they trusted us that we were going to make it happen. And But now that we're in the process... They're having so much trust issues with me, right? And and it's I've never lied to them. I've never told them anything different than what it is. But it's just the fact that honestly, they only worked with me because they wanted the home, right? They didn't work with me because they trusted me or because they they reached out to me or they heard from somebody else or we established a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's they want the house. Now we're in escrow, and it's like, okay, how do I know this person is doing right by me? And I understand where they're coming from, and that's where I see for you guys is. It's important to have a team that you trust because you don't want to just work with somebody who you don't want to work with somebody just to maybe get maybe get your offer accepted because there's not everyone's not like me. And I don't mean this in a cocky or like in a um, I'm the best way. I mean it in like not everyone's going to I'm I'm an ethical person. Right. And I'm always going to make sure. Unfortunately, there's lenders out there and there's realtors out there that aren't going to do right by you if you do that same situation that those clients did with me. Right. Like I want to work with you to get the house. And so unfortunately, some people would take advantage of that situation. And uh, it's important to work with a team you trust. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really great point. So again, once you're an escrow, realtor, lender, and the buyers are all on the same page, it's important that they're communicating effectively in order to make it all move smoothly. I would 100% recommend that the realtor and the lender, they know each other, like Angel said, if you need like recommendations, ask the lender ask the realtor for recommendations that way you can call the call those buyers up and be like how was your experience because i think that's really key um and i have a handful of recommendations that i can send over to you i know angel does we do uh, i think like half of our deals are 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 together when it comes to buyers so uh, we have a handful of recommendations that we can always send over go ahead too like he said handful like he's probably going to recommend me first right but mm-hmm. I might not be the person for you, and that's totally okay, mm-hmm. right? So he has other lenders that mm-hmm. he trusts as well Absolutely. that he can send you. Mm-hmm. Same thing on the real estate side. I've had it, and it's unfortunate because we would like to work with each other, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, and then, this hasn't happened with Anthony, to be honest with you. It never happened with Anthony, but I have with other realtors. Like, hey, I love the way you work, but unfortunately, this realtor that I'm working with, it's just not for me. So I'm like, you know what? If you need a, if you need, you need me to, you know, guide you to another realtor i can do that for you mm-hmm. um and it you know it's a conversation where unfortunately on the business side with us it's not ever a fun one because we like to work together but we have to also do right by you guys Absolutely. as clients so um if if your realtor recommends you to a lender and you're not vibing with that lender maybe ask them if hey do you have another lender that i can speak with or same thing with the lender hey i know you maybe recommended recommended me to a realtor or i thought i wanted to work with this realtor but it doesn't seem like he's getting the job done do you have one that you can recommend me? And I promise you, they probably have a few few on hand that they could recommend to you. Absolutely, Angel. That's a great point right there. Uh, so I want to go into a tip for for sellers. Um, obviously, <laughs> it's a great time to sell. Like there, yeah. <laughs> there, there isn't anything more to it. It's a tremendous time to sell right now. Now, what I want to talk about are what should I do 
to help me sell my home for top dollar. I think a lot of sellers think that they need to make their home turnkey, that they need to put a new roof. Uh, they need to put a you know a new kitchen, new background tiling, uh, new backyard with concrete and new grass and everything. No, you don't need to do that in this real estate market. In fact, a lot of the time, you're not even going to be able to recoup that cost of what you spent to make the home look nice. What I would recommend, especially right now in a market where homes are just going to sell for record price, regardless of how much effort you put into it, is just trying to make it as aesthetic as possible. Use cosmetic work that's relatively cheap. Painting, landscaping. Um, what I'll say, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Uh, <laughs> just having your house clean, dude. Some people like don't even have like their house, like they have junk all over the place. I was going to oh, say wow. that, and and oh just clearing, God. clearing the space, taking off family portraits, making the rooms appear yeah. bigger. Because remember, you want to put yourself in the position of a buyer that's walking yeah. in. And if you see family portraits, if you see a bunch of stuff all over the place, it's hard as a buyer to picture yourself as this is your home, right? So if yeah. you're able to remove all that stuff, remove any type of um, uh, remove any type of features or portraits, um, you know, religious uh, affinity, uh, religious, religious or political, um, like the type of thing uh, affinities or anything like yeah. that like that is going to help you because again you're just trying to make it so that the buyer feels like this could be their home so again focus on the cosmetics uh, landscaping painting and then just clearing the space trust me that's gonna be your best way to get the best roi to sell your home for most yeah. for for more as opposed to like doing a whole entire reconstruction right trying to make your home million dollar listing <laughs> no, yeah, i definitely agree i don't think the roi is a lot of times worth it mm -hmm. on it and um one thing i'll say i don't ever recommend to fire your, your agent right like but if your agent's not taking professional pictures and you're selling a, a close to a million dollar home I think it's best that you fire him. <laughs> That's what I'm going to recommend or her. It's very important. Like homes more than ever sell online. Yes. So in, in the COVID-19 era and, and just in general moving forward, homes are going to sell online and the homes <laughs> that get the most attention because I've done open houses with realtors who unfortunately don't have the nicest pictures online and their open houses, like as far as their foot traffic, they get in there is a lot less than the homes that that the realtors get professional pictures done. It makes the, the home look aesthetically pleasing online. Um, those are the those are the open houses that are always like, there's literally a line out the door to get into them. Mm -hmm. So it's important. That's very, very important. You know, when you sign your contract, how much commission you're going to be giving to your realtor, they should have enough money to afford to at least pay for some photography to get your home sold for top dollar. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Um, if you homies have any idea, want to learn more about what our listing process looks like, I actually have our listing presentation on our website. If you go to the levinosgroup.com under the sellers tab, you'll see listing presentation. And you can swipe through it and see everything that we do for our sellers. Um, this is actually a very good guide. So, I mean, any other realtors, if you want to just take some of these slides and like, you know, our uh, research and design. So uh, take some of these slides and repeat and design it yourself you're more than welcome to but this is actually a very good strategy it's helped uh, very a lot of my uh, sellers i was actually able to 
um, uh, find the buyers for two of my listings last year, which is very difficult to do just because of the way we market our homes. So uh, with that said, Angel, where can we find you at? at? Your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. At your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. You know where to find us, homies, at the Lovanos Group. I want to wish you all the best. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. Hey, homies, it's Anthony. This podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.